This is Political Junkies with Brian Howie. Hi again, everyone. It's Brian Howie. Welcome back to Political Junkies, the podcast for those hooked on politics. There is a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in this city. We're here at Sticky Paws Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, so who better to bring in to talk about all of these things and maybe more things? I don't know what kind of direction this is going to go in, but uh, my compadre here, back again, Michael Sartain. How are you? I'm excited to be here with my mentor, and- Ryan Howie. <laughs> it's, a, it's so great to have him here. I wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for this guy. We um, Good. Thank you. Uh, so I come into Vegas. I've been, I've been coming to Vegas the whole time since stuff went down. Vegas was open. They took the plexiglass down. They took the masks off. And now I come here and the whole city's masked again. Yeah. What, what happened and what is the logic here? How are they explain that to the casinos? So it's going to be, again, the governors, because of the 10th Amendment, the governors have to come up with their own mandate for each individual state. So while the federal government recommended certain things, some states will say, okay, we're going to have this mask mandate, and other states didn't. Sisolak uh, and Biden happen to be part of the same political party. And so Sisolak decided what it's we're going to have. It's a state mandate? Yes. It is not a federal mandate. It's for not them. just up to each business? Okay, so the the way it was explained to me, and please uh, if write in the comments if I get this one wrong. But what I uh, to what I understand in the state of Nevada, what Governor Sisolak stated was in large cities, if you can provide proof that every single person in this venue, so like XS or the convention center or Raider Stadium, uh, yeah. Allegiant Stadium, if you can provide that every single person in there has been vaccinated, then they do not have to, they do not require a mask mandate. If you do not, then you have to require a mask mandate. That is what Governor Sisolak has said. Uh, By the way, this this does not hold hold true in the state of Texas again because please no please no each most states are up to the individual the the local business or the sit like well in this case it is up to the local business if the local business requires everyone to prove that they are vaccinated then they do not have to follow I, the the mask mandate I get that but but so all of the casinos decided like the gaming board got because that's how things operate yes here. The gaming board's like, we're going to put the masks back on, but we're going to leave the plexiglass down. Plexiglass um, is they, gone. They may, they, they may put the plexiglass back up. I've <laughs> seen some places where the plexiglass is back up. And by the way, uh, allergies, I don't have We're COVID. bringing in, he doesn't have COVID. Yeah. I, I'm going to bring in uh, the third member of our um, political junkies team here for today. He's, I don't even know where he's coming from. Chad McBain, where are you? I'm in, uh, thankfully, I'm in a red state with a red governor in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, I just <laughs> left Phoenix, Arizona, and a lot of people there were, were uh, going back to masks, too. So, so yeah, I just was but, there yesterday, and, and again, it was up to the individual business, but a lot of the individual business, and it's a million freaking degrees here and in Phoenix yes. right now. Um, yeah. You know, the Starbucks were going back to put your masks on. Uh-huh. What are we doing? So the governor here, Ducey, has banned vaccine mandates and mask mandates. However, private companies and businesses can still require them, like if you're walking to your table or ordering a drink. But um, one thing that I like about Arizona is he's banned the vaccine mandate to where companies cannot require um, customers to provide vaccine proof. However, they can uh, require their employees to get vaccinated. Yeah, I um, 
you know, if you're a business, you can require whatever you want. That, that's what right. I think. I think you can right. do business with whoever to, to, you want. To a certain extent, yes. And you can require. Well, what is to a certain extent? There, there are certain, like, you cannot not work with certain people because of the color of their skin or their age or their, or their uh, gender. There are certain things businesses can't do. There's some court cases both ways on that. The religious people who don't want to serve the donuts to the gay wedding or whatever, I think they won. Well... You know, there's a lot of, but again, it's a state thing on a lot of levels. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting into that. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I don't want to, you know, everybody's got to come in here with a mask on. I think that's the same as saying you can't come in here without a shirt. I think that's sure. your right. Well, I don't really care. Correct. You're not discriminating. Well, according to some people you are, but according to some people you're not discriminating. Now, I did a, uh, a live show in New York City last week. And the venue that I was at required everybody to either who attended to either have a uh, recent... Um, PCR test, PRC, what is it? PCR test. And there's negative, places, negative, the, negative, negative tests. There's places on on the street corners in New York City all over just giving tests, all whatever. Or a vaccine card. Everybody who walked in with a vaccine card, it looked like the old uh, 1970s driver's licenses with no photos on them. Nobody was checking them for anything. Right. Like it was just, hey, can I borrow your vax card to go out now? It was complete nonsense. I don't know who it was supposed to make feel better. I don't know what that exercise was supposed to do. A lot of people didn't come because, like, I don't even want to go through that. Right. So we had a crowd there of either vaxxed people, fake vaxxed people, bad tested people. And I'm like, what are we doing here? What are we trying to do? Shouldn't we at the point be like, if you want to go, go. And if you don't, don't. I mean, it, it shouldn't that isn't that where what's the end game here? Well, I think in de Blasio's uh, circumstance, he's just trying to cover his ass. And I think that, uh, the same situation with Newsom. Well, of course you're right. I mean, of course people, like there's a new market. I have a friend of mine. She's actually been a guest on uh, Vegas Junkies. I won't say her name, but she bought fake uh, cards so she could go to Hawaii. That's the only way she was allowed to go to Hawaii because the airline wouldn't take her. Yeah, so, there's fake cards all over the yeah. place. <sighs> and again, if I'm one of those people volunteering to work online mm -hmm. and somebody's like, hey, grab a stack and I'll give you a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'm not above, I'm not above that. <laughs> I, I get, I get, I'm not above grabbing that I, stack. I, I, I get, I, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. They're just trying whatever they can to try because they truly believe that this is a necessary step, and that's that's still up for debate. I get that. So I'm not saying I'm vaxxed. I'm not saying people should or shouldn't or whatever. Yeah. My point is. You have got to give an end game here. Mm -hmm. We're never going to get to 100% vaccinations. We're never going to get to 100% vaccinations working. We're never going to get to zero virus. You know, what Australia is doing is nuts. Like, yes. they're really trying to get zero. And every time there's three cases, they shut the country down forever. Yeah. You know, Australia started as a place for crazy people. And now it's again a place for crazy people. They're yes. not getting anywhere. Somebody has to come up and say... We're all going to get it at some point, whether you're vaxxed or not. Yes. You're all going to get it. What is, our, what is our end game here? Chad? You're using logic right there. Come on. Like you, can't, you can't expect people to logically and critically think about this situation. Um, yeah, I had a friend move from California to Australia during uh, last year, and he was so excited because they had heavy quarantine when he got there. He, so he flies his, his family all the way to Australia. Then he has to quarantine in a hotel for 14 days, submit to mandatory testing for 14 days. And then once he, he proved that he and his family were negative, like a total of like five times over 14 days, they finally let him out of the, the, the quarantined hotel to then go live life in Australia. 
So it's, it's interesting how they had some of the most strict policies, but now they're having a breakout of what they say. And they're, you know, they, they're on complete lockdown. So he, he's, he went from, oh, I love it because nobody has masks here because we did it the right way. We did the right lockdown. And now I talk to him and he's like, I'm miserable. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, you're with a government that has no freaking idea what they're doing. They're all, every country is going to get it. India got it. Yeah. It went away by itself. They didn't suddenly vax and mask everybody. It goes. And so you wanted logic. The one who is being the most logical is DeSantis. He's like, listen, this is a seasonal thing. It's our season, July and August. It's every year. If you look at the stats, this looks like exactly what our hospitalization rates are for every respiratory virus season forever. You can go back flu, cold. It's always a hard time there and in Phoenix in July and August because that is essentially when people are locked down in winter. The reason why nobody can accept Florida as logical or DeSantis as logical is especially the media. They're so scared that he's the president in 2024 that this anti-Florida thing is over Trump is trumping no pun the logic so what he says is like we can't listen to him he must be crazy we can't have him be president and that's where the politics comes in well there's two things here number one your your thing about end game that is uh, an important thing so like in the u.s military we always have to have an end game although the end game from afghanistan right. didn't seem to work no, out very well we'll get to that in a little bit but uh the so federal deficit right now is about 23 trillion dollars right so if i were just going to ask you what's the solution there no current politician gives two tenths of a shit about how that's going to end and so this is sort of the same thing as long whatever i got to do to make it through the next election cycle and right mm -hmm. now if you're a politically progressive you're going to say well i need to show this draconian measure that i'm willing to do anything i can to stop this you know virus and if you're politically conservative then you're going to do the opposite and so i think that's where we are right now no one is looking at an end game but logically as far as an end game you're right. correct like people are I, not realistically looking. i thought you were right i think history will be kind to Abbott and DeSantis and the ones who were like, you know what? We kept our schools open, kept our businesses open, we got through it. And well, it depends on who writes history. Well, I think, that, you know, as we back away from it, I think history will, will sort of sort itself out. We will then have the controlled tests on all this kind of stuff. We will learn probably that all of the, the um, tests that we've been doing all along are bad. We should stop testing people doesn't matter anymore everybody's got is probably going to test positive or not positive as of we're recording this now governor abbott uh, in texas just tested he just, just tested, tested positive. positive yes correct. he has no symptoms his answer is i get tested every day eventually you're going to hit one well if we're doing if we tested everybody every day for everything we're all probably have some virus especially in this town we yeah, probably all have some virus sure. in us so what are we doing to try and keep this not only this narrative going, but keep these case numbers high and keep the, you know, the minute somebody, a hospital actually runs out of hospital beds, let me know. Cause all the media is, is we're close. We're approaching where hospitals operate at 85 to 90% capacity all the time. That's their business model. They're like hotels. They want to fill it up. So if they had six more people, they're going to be close to full. We don't write stories about that in 2014 during flu season, you know? Yeah. That's why you bring, what is the end game? Chad, what do you think the end game is here? I, that's the thing I, I drive myself crazy is I don't know what we're trying to do here. Um, I think you're going to have a civil war. I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. I think you're going to have conservatives who are, because like I was telling you guys a little bit before the show, you, you, you're, you're already, you already just, just like five minutes ago said, security people aren't even checking the validity of vaccine passports. They're not even... I, I can borrow something from my friends, take it to somewhere that requires a vaccine passport, and then I can use it to get into a venue 
And then what's going to happen is the government is going to pick up on that and say, okay, how are we going to stop fake and black market vaccine passports and stop people from actually using um, fake documentation to access society? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to um, segregate society again, where they're, they're, the media is painting unvaxxed people as sick people, as people that vaccinated people should not be around when the reality is the science is out there that says, well, if you have the antibodies, you're pretty much just as protected as someone that has the vaccine because there's how many breakthrough cases are happening every single day. And what I was telling you guys earlier in the show was it's going to come down to the government saying, Hey, we tried the vaccine path because everything has been about, we tried this. It didn't work. Now we're going to try this. It was 14 days to slow the spread. Then it was five weeks to slow the spread. Then it was, Hey, everybody needs to wear masks. That didn't work. Hey, we're going to lock down for the summer. That didn't work. Hey, we're going to, um, everybody get the vaccine. The vaccine's not working. Hey, you're going to need a second shot. Now I'm seeing articles on Yahoo every day about, Hey, you're going to need a booster shot because the new variants out. So the vaccines were, were good against the first variant of COVID, but now it's not as effective against the second variant. And I've talked to multiple doctors and they're like, dude, viruses mutate. They figure it out. Viruses figure out how to they, go around. They do it. mutate, but they never get stronger. They never, yeah, they, so, they get more contagious. Everybody's like, it's a more strength. They get more virulent. That doesn't mean yeah, stronger. Yeah, that's that's exactly. That's, that's how, a scientific fact. That's how Ebola burns itself out in each one of the cases. Is right. It has yeah. to keep moving quickly to survive, but it's not getting stronger. So it's not more contagious and more deadly. They play with the language on this. So they're yeah. like the stronger virus and get people to interpret that as more deadly virus. It's essentially now a really bad cold in terms of the vi what yeah. the virus is. And the stats on the unvaccinated people are the ones getting sick. A lot of those people are so old they can't get the vax. Still, a lot of yeah. those people are 85 plus in Florida. The vax would kill them. And so their doctor's like, we're not uh, taking the vax, but they're in the hospital. Right. Uh, to, to his to chest point about civil war, I, I have a little bit more pra pragmatic belief about this. I think what will happen is what we're seeing happen in California where people are moving to Texas. I think what we're going to we're going to get to a point where a lot of people are just going to change their situation. That's why I mean, Louisiana and Florida and Texas are going to be different. I don't see an actual like violent uprising over this because because the reality of the situation is I don't see this being this big of an issue five years from now. Whereas the last civil war we had was was over 200 years of slavery. Well, I agree. Five years from now, I think we're going to be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Right. Or we won't care. Or some people will never take the mask off because yeah. they love it. I've been in 14 states in the last 16 days. Yeah. Been all I've been all over the country. The place that seemed the most calm and normal was Florida. <laughs> they're not panicking. They're not like, oh my God, our hospitals are filled. They're not, they're getting ready to go back to school. Their businesses are open. Nobody's wearing a mask. And you can say, like, oh no, but you're not talking. I was there. I was in Miami, Broward County. Palm Beach County, all of it, they're living life, and the rest of the country hates that because DeSantis is a threat. And that's the way they perceive it. They've always perceived it that way. That's why I was surprised when I came to, to Nevada, which has, which if there was a real problem, the blackjack dealers would be all hospitalized. The staff would have been all, this whole time. There was, and because they're union, they keep track of this stuff. Yeah. 
People were sitting there the whole time, gambling, smoking, whatever, in the casinos. The hotel employees, the casino employees, were not getting sick at a higher rate than anywhere else, right? So I was surprised that Vegas so quickly was like, put the masks back on, especially in the middle of the summer. Um, I think from from their standpoint, which it's omission versus commission. Who are you going to offend more? If you don't wear a mask, there are some people that are literally going to be like, well, I'm offended by this. I'm not going to come, and, and I feel like it's safety risk. And if I'm a person who doesn't think you should wear a mask and I see a blackjack dealer with a mask on, I'm not necessarily offended by that. I think. Oh, I don't mind thing. if you're a dealer. Do whatever you want. <clears throat> Do you think more people would come if they're like, we're not doing the mask here? Or more people would stay home because they feel it's unsafe. What do you think? I don't think anyone. I think Vegas is specifically here because no one cares. This is the city where you spend twenty k on a, a dance floor table and maybe use a you use a condom with the girl you met at the Rhino. This I is agree. Not, this, is, this is not a risk. This is a ri not a risk averse city. Then I'm like, what are we doing? Well, I mean, but but Governor Sisolak doesn't live in Las Vegas. He 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 lives in. Carson I'm not city. sure it's a Sisolak thing. I think it's a I think it's a gaming individual. I don't, we don't want to be the, it's a liability thing. It's an insurance thing. It's whatever it is. You know, whoever insures the win is probably like, you put the masks on so it looks like we tried in case we get sued. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. I mean, that's the same thing, but I think it all yeah. is the same. But, but to everyone, it's the same. That's why you get a vaccine. I mean, you don't get a vaccine for a 99% chance of you catching a, a disease unless you're going to Africa and you're worried about catching malaria. You're not real. That's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because there's a 1% chance that you're going to catch something you might spread to somebody else. I agree with you. Yeah. You know, but but as far as the, the, the issue to me, again, keeps going back to the Tenth Amendment. And for those of you who don't aren't aware of the Tenth Amendment, please Google it. It's the it's the part of the US Constitution. States rights. Which allows for the states. You might be wondering how come the federal government can't mandate all this stuff? Well, they can't. Can. No matter what you no matter what you say about oh Governor Bi or President Biden's gonna do this or that, the Tenth Amendment states that he cannot. This is the reason why DeSantis can do what he does and Newsom can do what he does. So please understand that. That's it's crazy people are like we needed to lock down the whole country. Trump needed to do that. It, it, it doesn't work that Again, way. Again, he cannot yeah. do that because of the Tenth Amendment yeah. of the United States. Yep. Uh, Phoenix has held. Phoenix schools are open. Yep. Phoenix schools are open. Are the um, kids masked? I think it goes by district. So, like, yeah. like Tenth Amendment states, like a governor, a governor runs a state. It's going to come down to what's because we've seen about a hundred thousand Californians move to Arizona in the last like five years. And we've had an influx since COVID started. And, it's, and a lot of it is because it's cheaper to live here. Real estate is amazing. Um, housing values are skyrocketing here because all the California people with California money are coming here. Yep. And, and they don't want to deal with Newsom's bullshit. They don't want to deal with Garcetti's bullshit. Phoenix has not defunded their police department. Um, and they're, they're, we're very... You know we're very pro freedom here, and it's 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 a very conservative, um, a conservative state with a conservative governor, and he he runs it a lot like DeSantis, not as the media doesn't attack Arizona the way they attack Florida because I think the media knows that Ducey, who is our governor, is not vying for a presidential. Correct. Candidate. I think you're a hundred percent right on that. Yes. Yeah. So the and and the same thing with Abbott, like they go after Abbott in Texas, but they don't go after Abbott the way they go after DeSantis. DeSantis is, is media enemy number one because they know that everybody's eyes are on Florida and what Florida is doing with their policies. And the problem is, like Florida's actually done a pretty good job with keeping their economy running. There's a lot of people moving there. Um, you know, he did a much better job than Cuomo with the nursing home scandal. And I think that DeSantis kind of take is kind of like the shield for all the other Republican governors where the media doesn't really care what other red states are doing because they're all, all focuses on DeSantis because he's going to run for president yeah, I, or vice president with, with Trump in 24. 
Yeah, uh, no, I don't think he, I don't think he's running with. I don't think he would take that with Trump. He feels like his time is now. He's bad. He's it. a military guy, isn't he? A seal? But, yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I'm not. Santos. He was a he was a seal, right? Yeah, he's a military guy. I don't know what what division he's in, but he's a military guy. Yeah, Harvard and then military. Um, I just real quick. I, I don't mean to, to to distract too much from this, but the fact that the president of the United States asked the governor of California to resign and my whole thing governor is governor of New York. Governor of New York. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, it wasn't even on the front page of Fox or CNN when that happened, and I still think like that is still one of the most insane stories and we don't again his his attorney general again who who appoints the attorney general of the state of new york anyone ready the governor yeah and the his attorney general found him guilty of sexual harassment sexual misconduct and then the president who's part of his party asked him to resign and it was not dude we barely talked about this i'm still blown away that this happened yeah, i was no in new york it no wasn't as big as you think it was sort of a foregone conclusion people when they did talk about it, there was like is he right away is he coming back is he going to run for governor next year? Can he? It, it was more about about that than than anything else, and what kind of deal was made, and all that all that kind of stuff. Um, just to, one more thing, and I and we've done a million COVID shows on this show, and it's not to turn into a, the medical drama here, but this idea that a four year old should be masked when he's dropping it on the ground ten times a day and touching his face right. fifty times a day, that somehow that is good for the child and is going to keep him safe is absolutely insane to me. So I don't know. I'm not a parent. Um, I don't know what a parent is thinking of thinking that that is good for the child or the greater good. What is that mindset? I'm going to mask my four-year-old, um, but I'm going to take him to Chuck E. Cheese wearing a mask? If you were to ask them, they're going to tell you I'm doing it because... Politicians in my state told me to do it. <laughs> is that they, they can politicians in your state? That can't be the answer. I, I'm telling you, but but it is the. I mean, it's the reason why they're doing. It. Like people are uh, again. We, there are some people. We, uh, remember Tywin Lannister. There are the sheep. The 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 lion does not consider itself the opinions of the sheep. Like this is the situation where some people want to be led and some people do not. Then what is their end game? Because your kid is going to be Jeremy till he's 19, right? Maybe longer if he's working here. I, again, we're, we're, we're way out. Like, again, when, when children are young, they develop all the sorts of immunities to different things because they catch all kinds of bacteria. Yeah. This might just be another one. By the way, um, just to answer your question before, uh, Governor DeSantis was a jack. Judge Advocate Joe. He was a uh, lawyer. He was, a, was Navy, a lawyer. Navy lawyer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough case. Chad, what are we doing? I mean, I, I don't think he should mask a, a four-year-old. I don't think he should mask it anywhere. Any, anyone below. I mean. Even high school kids, you know, the flu, I, I saw a story uh, yesterday, the flu has caused more deaths in children than COVID. It has. And, the and, common and, cold has caused more yeah. deaths in children. So, like, why are we, we don't mask our kids because of the flu or the common cold. So but, why are we masking them for, like... That's my point. If we're going to mask for this, we better let, mask for everything. Let me play. Exactly. So why are we masking them for, like, the 10th cause of death down? So you know me, what I mean? Let me Go play ahead. devil's advocate here. So the reason... Why, if you were to ask someone uh, from from the CDC, what they're going to tell you is when you wear a mask, of course, if I'm in a room full of people with COVID and I wear a mask, I am not protected from COVID because I have a wear a mask. You guys are accurate about that. The thing is, if I have COVID and the, the other 10 people in the room do not and I cough, the mask will catch the cough. There is logic behind that. The sputum that comes out of you does not go as far because you have a mask on. Or you could put your hand over your mouth. You, you could. Like we did for 100 years. You could. <laughs> You could that's again. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying, but that that is where the logic comes from. Okay, that's what the idea comes from. When you keep talking about kids, of, 
course, nobody is saying that the four-year-olds are going to die of respiratory failure from COVID. What they're saying is now the four-year-old catches COVID from the teacher, goes to visit grandma for Thanksgiving, and grandma now catches COVID and dies. That is the logic. Grandma could die from a hundred things that that kid is carrying around. Grandma could die from the cold the kid's carrying around. Grandma could die. And grandmas have been dying from this for year, forever. Mm -hmm. Grandma should be vaxxed by now. Or, if you believe in the vax 100%, or... If grandma's too sick to get the vax, the cold is going to kill her too. I mean, that's where the, the chat brought up the words logic. At some point, it's common sense that we're no, nobody, we cannot live life with 100% protection against anything we never had before. And I believe the whole time, if we did not have Zoom, we wouldn't have shut down anything. Zoom allowed the, the little people to go to work at their jobs and yeah. allow all the people to sit home and still conduct business and their life. If we didn't have Zoom, if this happened 12 years ago, yeah. we would have just, oh, that was a weird flu season. That would have been the answer. We would have been fine, fine, but it would have been like anything else. Zoom, this is a Zoom situation, you That's know? That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I do think Zoom definitely changed for the whole world for me. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of other things I was able to do, but also the way we we're able to communicate. Social media yeah. allowed us to tell, you know, give firsthand accounts of what was going on in different places. I've been in I've been to Miami twice since uh, the pandemic started. And I agree with you. It just doesn't seem like it's ha yeah. happening. It seems like but you're in a different in, world. In, it's like it's uh, you know, we had there. this is like, oh, this is a once in a lifetime thing. Not, not for a lot of people. It's happened in 1957. It happened in 1968. We went about our business because people had to go about their business. Right. But the the whatever those the Hong Kong flu I guess was the first one and then the other one just as bad, worse probably, and we we just plowed through it. The fact that we are still now in year two, possibly going to go into year three of this means there's something bigger at play, and I don't understand it. Chad, what are we doing here? I What's mean, the end game? Dude, I, again, it, it just comes down to, I, I, I saw a post on social media the other day and it was like, <clears throat> this is the first, like, but do you guys know what Project Veritas is? Yeah. I okay. So, okay. Project Veritas is a organization that goes undercover to out, um, uh, mainstream media elites and basically like, so Project Veritas is, is run by a guy, I think his name's Peter. He's, he said he had hot girls on Tinder matching with CNN executives and employees and then secretly recording their dinner dates. And he got a CNN guy. I, I can send you guys the link. Yeah, to he say we, we love the scary shit, essentially, right? So CNN, exactly. So the CNN guy was secretly being recorded by the hot chick he matched on Tinder saying uh, the reason why CNN pushes COVID so hard is because their ratings are so high with COVID and that the moment biden was elected they took the covid death counter off of the tv because it, they wanted to basically convey a different message of hey covid's actually getting better under biden mm -hmm. even though it was actually getting worse so the media honestly when you have big tech you have the media you have the government all working in sync together to push an agenda I was telling you guys earlier, I think it's going to come down to, I mean, he doesn't think that it's going to come down to a civil war. I do. I think it's going to come down to the microchip situation where, hey, we can't verify these Vax cards. They're not working. People are being fraudulent with them like they are with everything else. 
I, we're going to go to, uh, which they're going to, they're going to have, you know, a testing phase and the FDA is going to come out and say, Hey, it's the size of a grain of rice. We're going to put it under your skin. We're going to scan it everywhere you go. And that will, that, that way we know it's not fraudulent and we'll be able to tell if you're sick or if you're healthy or if you've been vaxxed or not. I think that's yeah, where I mean, this is ultimately going to go. Big tech I, wants us locked down and on our devices because well, that's how they make their money. Just, just to be fair, just to be fair, the idea of the microchip has been something we've talked about since the 1980s. Well, I think we should microchip our kids when they're born. You wouldn't lose your kid. They wouldn't stay out past curfew. And then at 18, you get your chip out. <laughs> we wouldn't have any traffic. Can't we but, do that? But like the, the whole, the like whole idea, we're going to put micro... Again, I've heard people refer to the, the book of Revelations. I've heard all kinds of stuff. The, the microchip idea, while I, I'm not saying it's impossible, this is not the first uh, thing like this where I've heard we're going to microchip everyone and then it's going to change. And it just, again... It's going to be really hard to explain under the Fourth and Fifth Amendment or the Tenth Amendment how I'm allowed to microchip people without their consent. I, I microchip just, away. I don't, my yeah. phone is essentially a microchip. Well, you can follow me around. Well, I don't really care. That, I also don't yeah. care that much about the Vax cards. When I travel to Asia, you have to carry around your immunization with your passport. Right. They're very strict. When I remember the first time, I don't know where I was, Singapore, Hong Kong, one of these airports. A few years ago, I land and I got my temperature mm -hmm. scanned just like they've been doing at the casinos. And I'm like, that's weird. And then I'm like, oh, I like that. Nobody with a, with a weird fever is coming into their country. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I'm like, oh, we should do that back home. I don't mind that they have the temperature scanner everywhere. If you're fevery, I don't want to be around. That's you. not the issue. The issue is, <laughs> the issue is putting something into your, I don't, I don't mind masks. Like when I go to, when I go to the Bahamas, we have to take a COVID test within 72 hours of arriving. I'm okay with that because that's a test. I'm okay with wearing a mask because it's not something that I'm putting into my bloodstream, into my body that's not FDA approved. So there's people like me who are like, yeah, I'll wear a mask. I don't care. Or I'll take a test to go into a venue. I don't care. But the moment you force me to put something into my body that has not been FDA approved, that has only been around for you know less than six months, that... That what's crazy about this is the media and big tech doesn't even allow open conversation about the vaccine. If you make a video about your negative effects of the COVID vaccine and how you have heart palpitations, how you now have a heart attack, there's actually a kid in uh, Singapore. I don't know if you guys saw this. He's getting a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars settlement from the Singapore from somebody in Singapore. I think one of the companies because he got the vaccine six days later, he's 16 years old. He had a heart attack. He's getting a settlement. So the only the vaccine manufacturers are not responsible for I, your next. I get that. But in America, like, don't tell me you don't want to take the vaccine if you had a Big Mac or you got Botox or you drank a Red Bull or ate a Twinkie. I mean, we put shit in our body all the time. We're not that pristine. My body is a temple I'm going to put. So I'd like to line those people up. I'd like to see the eating habits of the people who are like, I don't want to put this vax into my body. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Um, the th my, so Especially here, the Botox. Crap. Here's the thing: I, I do, I do understand. I, I don't have any issue with somebody who right now does not want to get a vaccine. Nor do for, I for them personally. I'm not going to blast you for that. The thing is, the whole it's not FDA approved. That's going to switch. And when that switches, I don't think that these people's opinion about the vaccine are going to switch. I think if you didn't want to get a vaccine, then it's that, FDA approved. I find very few was, people. That was the next thing I wanted to ask yeah. you, though. Both of you. Why isn't it FDA approved at this just, point? Just too, okay, so let's 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 bring this back to science. So yeah. again, uh, the when you say, if I were to say the Pfizer vaccine, the hypothesis is that the Pfizer vaccine is going to give you 90, 95 percent immunity. Right. The scientific method is to do what with the hypothesis? 
to try to disprove it. In order to do that, you, using the scientific method, mm -hmm. I need to go through survey after survey after survey to disprove and my hypothesis. I, and until I do that, uh -huh. then I cannot say with scientific accuracy that this that these claims are accurate. And I need time and I need money to do that, which is why it's not FDA. Yet, we're going on the premise that it's just a rubber stamp here. Well, that the okay. FDA will approve it, and all of these tests so, aren't so, even happening. So, look, well, speaking from because I, I use statistics for a living, I work for a hedge yeah. fund. From a statistical standpoint, the 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 main thing here is that from the smaller sample size, which does not meet the criteria criteria for the FDA, <clears throat> it's shown in every case to be ninety percent effective. Okay, now do we know what happens in five years <laughs> when you take this? We don't know. No, but. What, what, we, what we do know is that it has been 90 to 95% effective when we've taken it right now, and it's worked. So because of that, that's why it is- That number is going down. By the way, the, the term is FDA, it's approved, the FDA has approved it for emergency use. The right. FDA has not approved it for, for regular use, and that's why. Once we get to a sample size that, that meets the requirement for the FDA for mm -hmm. scientific scrutiny, mm -hmm. right, then, we will, then it will be FDA I approved. get that, but every day that 90% goes down. It was 99, now it's 95, now it's 90. Well, now it, it, it's now it, in Israel, it, which is ahead of us, it's down to 70. Then we're getting to 50. Emergency approval, we're not in an emergency here by any means. We're not. And every time I read about hospital stats, I don't want to read anything about it unless you give me the same stats from 2019 or 2017. Right, when's above don't, replacement? Don't tell, yeah, exactly. Don't tell me your hospital's full this day and it was also full on the same day two years ago. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean it's not at 90. It doesn't mean that's a lie. It means that it's perfectly normal and you're not telling the world that it's perfectly normal. That people are, are always in the hospital with respiratory ailments at this time of year in Florida and in November in December in New York. That's the business of hospitals and medicine. That's the way well, we operate. It's like if, if something happens, but the media doesn't talk about it, did it really happen? Well, I get, I know you're right. But there's so many, there's so many forms of media now. But know? other countries allow, like we can't talk about Sweden. We can't, we're just not allowed to bring up Sweden, what they did and, and they're fine. Like they didn't lock it down. Yeah. They just went oh, okay. on there. I, I, yeah, you, I mean, I, I were talking, talking about, about Swedish. I thought chicks. we were talking about World War II for a second. No, I didn't no. know what we were talking well, about. about. We, we, yes, we can't bring we can't bring that up. Sure, we can. At what point can we bring that up? Like, I don't know. We can't talk about India. India had a really rough three weeks. These these every single place in the world, there's a seventy day cycle. It goes up for forty. It goes down for thirty. No matter what you do, that's the way it is. We can't talk about the seasonality of the virus. You're, you're looked at as some crackpot. These have been the same thing. They've been studying this for a hundred years. They've been studying masks for a hundred years. They've been studying, you know, uh, how these, it's all the same. And we just can't even talk about that out loud. That's my entire question here today is what is the end game? What do the people want? Well, just as, just as we don't have enough, uh, enough information to scientifically know to get FDA approval for the vaccine, this is a novel coronavirus, which means it is the first time that it has jumped from one form of mammal to another. It's the first time in, in around Thanksgiving of 2019. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Okay. Well, around 2019, yeah. however you believe it. Okay. Yeah. Aliens, the Chinese, okay, or, or that, a bat, whatever a, you believe, it jumped from one Every one virus is a, is a novel, novel virus. It's coronavirus. It's not, that, it's not something completely new. Every variant is essentially a new virus. At some point, we got to stop saying, at the same time, we don't know anything about this yet. 
we know absolutely that this is what you needed to do to stop it. You can't have it both ways. Well, it's, well nobody said absolutely. It's still, oh, still no, absolutely. You must 100% you got to wear a mask and, and 99%. 100% you got to wear a mask, but that, those same people aren't saying 100% masks protect you. It's statistical probability. They're just, they're, like, again, so what, what, again, guys, here's the thing that always happens, Chad. I just want to let you know. I am not politically liberal, but every time I'm on the show, I, I end up having to play devil's well, advocate. Well, I'm not liberal. Yeah. I'm politically logical. Yes. That's the way I look so, at it. So, they, had, they have been studying masks. Yeah. For 100 years. Yes. That was no coincidence that Dr. Fauci at the beginning said, no, the masks don't do anything. He And he made up some stories like, oh, I lied because I needed people. That was just flat out. He has spent 50 years saying masks don't do anything. If you want to believe masks do something, fine. Wear the mask. I don't want to play blackjack in a mask. Okay. I don't need to go in Starbucks for 30 seconds and have to put a mask on. I don't need to be outside at a baseball game with 50,000 people and have a mask on. You know, it's insane. In Australia now, you have to wear a mask while you're drinking outside. I don't know how they're pulling that off. You're supposed to do that. Just started yesterday. You're no longer allowed to drink outside without a mask. You're supposed to like shoehorn a straw inside your mask. We've lost our minds. And I don't mind losing our minds as long as somebody tells me the end game. Well, you're not going to hear the end game. That's kind of obvious. Here's what there's no if, when, if we do this, when, like we heard the when we first started, it was let we cannot crush the hospitals. Hold on, hold on. And we believed that. You, right? just, you just saw the end of a war that started in 03, 04. I know. We'll get in Afghanistan. Like you, you think the, there's an end game? What? Like no one who prosecuted that war is still Americans, in office anymore. Americans were willing to go along with we cannot overwhelm the hospital system. OK, there's no chance now. If you believe the vaxes work, if you add up the people that are vaxxed and the people who have immunity who've already had it, mm -hmm. there's no way we are ever overloading the hospital system in this country anywhere. It's simply not going to happen. So what are we doing? Because we all signed up for that end game. Let's flatten the curve so the hospitals don't get over. We know right. for an absolute fact, the amount of people left, if they all got at the same time, we're not overwhelming the hospitals. So what are we doing? Because right. they gave us an end game. Well, it's about it's never about it's never been about safety or health. It's about control. The government needs to control the people and divide the people, because if you have a unified people, then the government loses their power. If all of us, if every single person vaxxed, unvaxxed, banded together and said, we're anti-vaccine, we're not taking it, they would have no power. The problem is the media is pushing an agenda that says, hey, unvaccinated people, you shouldn't hang out with. Unvaccinated people, you shouldn't be around. Unvaccinated people are the problem. You've seen Biden say a hundred thousand times live on television, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Okay. And I'm like, dude, you're literally dividing people because you want you have an agenda to push. And by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, there have been 40 new billionaires made off of the pandemic. Yeah. 40 new billionaires made off of this entire thing. <laughs> but I know one of them. I I'll, uh, I'll introduce but you. It, but if the, if the goal is then to get everybody vaxxed, which is fine if you say that's your goal, wouldn't that be like, listen, if you get vaxxed, you can do anything you want. You can take the mask off. You know, now you can't. What? You're, 
Now you can't. You still like you like, still can't. Well, well, according again, that's, again that's exactly according to Governor Sisolak, that you can. So what the way it says is that what, what the way it's going to work is we were talking about Raider Stadium. If everyone in Raider Stadium has a vaccine card, then they're allowed to take the mask off, or or the Raiders are allowed to say that. I get want. that, but they're not saying that's a Raiders making that decision. It's well, not the even Ra- the NFL. Well, but the Raiders are making that decision because I, I get because it. Sisolak but if, came down if, if this you know nebulous federal government leadership, mm-hmm. the whole time there was only a small window hey, where they on, kind of. It's, it's good that it's nebulous. Let's, I agree let's with not that. Complain but about if that. Biden came out and said, listen, make this deal with me. If you get vaxxed, you can do anything you want and I won't anything. As long as you vote for me. Whatever. But <laughs> if you get the vaccine, the problem is they kind of almost got there. Mm-hmm. The numbers were going up anyway because the tests are bad. The numbers are always going to. That's a different conversation, too. And then they backtracked and then they're trying to say well the vaxes are not you can still get it you can still spread it so the people who aren't vaxxed are like i'm not doing that you don't know what you're talking about this uh pandemic while i do believe it's a real pandemic i do also believe i am not so naive as to believe that this is not useful politically and useful as far as news media is concerned what chad said before about politicians trying to separate this yes but that didn't start with the pandemic no i agree but chad why do people want the people who want to be controlled is not a small amount of people why do they want to be controlled and who were those people before all this i mean i have i have very very liberal family members very liberal very anti-conservative and i'm a conservative and 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 my uncle who has been one of my best friends since you know because i was raised by a single mom he was always been there he would tell me he would text me probably once a month before i told him to f off he would say be a part of the solution not the problem and now I will send him stuff about, hey, just so you know, um, your boy Obama had a party in Martha's Vineyard and now they have an outbreak because he didn't have masks, even though they were all vaccinated. Now Martha's Vineyard has a crazy, crazy outbreak. And but the media is like, well, we don't know if it's linked. It's like bullshit. He had a 700 person maskless party at his house. And then all of a sudden there's an outbreak. You cannot tell me that it's not because of him. They call it a protest. Exactly. (laughs) The thing is, is he can no longer defend liberal politicians because liberal politicians don't even follow their own guidelines or rules. You have mayors who say, hey, we're going to shut down and go um, delivery only for restaurants. But but they they do it. But they throw a party at a restaurant for themselves the day before the mandate goes into effect. I know. Or you have Newsom, who's maskless. And the, the reason why everybody hates Gavin is because, well, he's going to shut down all restaurants except for the restaurants he owns. Yeah. And he's the the shut uh, down- mayor of, I think it was D.C., where she um, shut it all down, but then she went and officiated a wedding with like 200 people. I get it, but that doesn't seem to bother a lot of people. That bothered that bother me. No, that, but that people actually, are like, oh, they excuse him. That bothers me more than anything, honestly. What, what Newsom has exactly. done, because if, if I am the most politically progressive person in the world, and I am fully for the DNC and Newsom becoming president or whatever. What I'm watching is the, the issue that I have is when I watch Gavin Newsom, I see an individual who is far more invested in his political career and does not seem to care about the, the safety of his people, but is using these draconian measures in order to show that he, he does. And the problem is now, because if it turns out that he's wrong, like you guys said before about DeSantis, if DeSantis ends up being scientifically correct, as I don't mean politically, I mean, we go back and we look at this from a scientific standpoint, DeSantis ends up being correct and Gavin Newsom ends up being wrong, he can't afford that. So what does he do? I don't want to recall. What's a great way to stop a recall? How about let's put these masks back on and put these people back inside? And number two, 
Um, what happens in the situation where um, if we find out he's wrong, well, no, let's double down. Because if we double down, then then I don't look so wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. I do think people should get vaccinated, but if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's totally yeah. fine. That's up to you. But and I and I do I don't think this pandemic is fake, and I and I actually do think it came from a bat. Believe it or not. Yeah, maybe. But it did. but but the thing the thing that I want to say here is that with in Newsom's case in particular, I have never seen somebody who was so abjectly political, and it just like to me, if I was so in support of everything he was in support of, he is such a bad case in order to show what it is that we should be doing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, Terrible. Chad, you Terrible. think the end game is is uh, vaxes leading to chips. You think the, this ends when everybody's chipped? I mean, you can call me a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I get it, like because that's a that's a theory, like you said, from the 1980s. But there are the tech. The problem is in the 1980s, the technology didn't exist. Right. Well, we, we, we've had RFID though for like 20 years. There, there, the technology was there, and there are some people that are chipped in some in instances, even in the U.S. military. The thing is, the whole the the, the thing we have to be careful of. And this is uh, what what when the Civil War thing. And I do appreciate the discussion, and I think we should have it. Yeah. Is that this is not the first time I've heard we're going to have a civil war over this, and because I'm. Listen, I'm 43 years old, and I've been part of political debates for the last 25 years. And every time, it, every time, whenever one side it really doesn't like the other side, we say civil war, and we're going to get microchipped, and they're going to take our guns. And the thing is, they never did take our guns. No, they never did take our guns. It doesn't mean that that's not it, that they don't want to. They probably do. The the fact of the matter is, we I don't want civil war, guys. Do you understand what civil war? Yeah, means? Yeah, I don't believe it'll be there civil millions war. Millions of people dying. Uh, in, I, I get in, it. In, in I don't armed think, conflict. I think you have. I think you have you have people who are conservatives saying, "Come and get it." Like you have conservatives saying, "Fuck you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do what you tell me to do." And if you have a problem with it, you can come to my door, and I have, I have the yep. weaponry to defend myself. I don't, I don't think this, a civil war will be state versus state. I think it no, will be no, the, no, no. the Californians going to Texas and trying to fuck it up like again, they did again, Austin. If you, if you want to call that a civil war, I, then I, 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 agree I think with it's you a uh, local conflict. Yeah. I think that people will be like. Get out of our mean, state if you don't want to live this way. I don't mean by civil war, just so you guys are aware. I don't mean everybody getting a line like the first civil war and we're all going to take shots at each other. I yeah. don't mean that. I think what you're going to see is you're going to see the federal government say, this is no longer allowed. And the conservatives who are pro-choice, pro-freedom are going to say, F off, do something about it. Whereas the people who are liberal are going to say, oh, follow the government, follow what the government says, follow what the government says. Conservatives are holding out and saying, you know what, you can take away, you can, you can force me to wear a mask. You can force me to take a test. Some of them, some conservatives will even take a vaccine. But the moment you say, hey, we're taking your guns, we're taking away your ability to feed your family unless you do X, Y, and Z, you are no longer in a free society. You are under a dictatorship at that point. And the reason why the United States was discovered, he will tell you in the first place, is because of civil war, because we people were, were like, hey, I'm sick and tired of England. I'm sick and tired of the rule. Let's go do our own thing and let's fight for it. We didn't like King George. So we exactly. fucking, so we fucking left. we did. Maybe we exactly. uh, maybe we try monarchy again again. Now we don't like we, now we don't like federal government. We don't like federal government, but a lot of people are want the federal government to tell them what to do. A lot of people love the federal government saying, I don't have to pay rent, even though they've been working the whole time. Like, I don't know why we're not differentiating from that. If you've been working the whole time, why aren't you paying your rent? You just don't yeah. have to because there's no repercussions of it. It's screwed up. A lot of those people came to Vegas all last summer. They had a lot of, there were a lot of people who had never been here who suddenly had a lot of disposable income. It's because they didn't have to pay rent. You know, if I'm a landlord, and, and you're telling me that I can't collect and I'm never going to collect that money. California, they're, he's paying off the landlords. 
Well, that's taxpayer money that's eventually going to have to do that. But Newsom's like, by the time that can gets kicked down the road, I'll be reelected. You know, it, it's a, a problem. The, the political life in and of itself requires there be no end game. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with the, that. The end game is the end of your political life. I'm right. fine being chipped, by the way. You can follow me around and whatever I want. <laughs> already, Have it. I don't already, care. My phone is a chip. I'm I don't chipped. care. You want me to see my records? Have at it, people. Uh, I'm an open book. I don't really care. Uh, Chad, this is your first time on the podcast. We do ask our first-time guests, give me a conspiracy theory that is way out there on the fringes, but you're like, you know what? That one might have some truth to it. Is there one that you're like, you know what, I'm, I don't like to say this out loud, but I think I buy that one. Like me, I'm a li- I think there's some wiggle room on the, on the moon landing. Um, Bro, I- can, we do, can, we do, can we do two hours on that? Please. I'm, not, I'm saying it's probable. Please. It's let's probable. Do t- uh, yeah, but you're sitting to it next to a guy with a, with a minor in astrophysics. Let's, let's do two hours on that. Seems a little that. shaky. What do you got, well, I mean, Chad? Like, I just, I'll touch on what he said. He thinks it came from a bat. I think, I think what ha- I, I, I'm, I'm all in on, on the theory that Fauci was behind it with gain of function research and funded this whole thing. Because if you look back to 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, life was good. And the, and the issue is the media did not want Trump in office. So what I, my theory is the media was like, Hey, we got to get Trump out. How do we, but we got to convince Americans that he's doing a bad job because Right now, the world is actually in chaos, but the media is actually acting like everything's fine. Whereas in 2016, 2017 through 2019, the world was doing great, but the media acted like the world was in chaos just to get Trump out of office. Because when you have superpowers working together, you have China, you have Russia, you have the United States, when everybody's working together to make money, which like this, again, this goes back to Pelosi, her government salary is like 300K. How is her net worth, you can Google this, how is her net worth gone from 30 million in 2004 to 150 million in 2020? Insider How trading. is that? Well, yeah, you can say that it's about a lot of insider them. trading. Yeah, Fauci. Because, because, Fauci is the single highest paid government official. Correct. That's insane. Over but everybody. Congress, is he? If you yeah. Look at in August. In August of 2020. Federal official. Federal, federal official. Federal, yeah. Over state, the president. State, state officials. Yeah. They're all. In it, they're all. Uh, they're college all football, college football, college football yeah. coaches. Yeah. Congress in 2020. All of Congress, there's an, I, I, again, you can Google this. They doubled down on Pfizer stock. They doubled down on vaccine company stock because they knew, they knew they were going to mandate vaccines in the next year. So what happened to that stock price? Yeah. Skyrocketed. Everybody made money because you have politicians yeah. in bed with companies mandating those companies' vaccines so that they all get paid. I get it. Yeah, Rand Paul. People don't even yeah. understand that. People yeah, don't I know. That's that. true. I'm like, dude. Pelosi's making $200 million on a $300,000 salary. Like her husband's investing in, in Tesla before Joe Biden says, Hey, we're all going green energy vehicles for the government. Really? Like what? Yeah. That is the definition of insider no, trading. I agree with you. I agree with the uh, gain get. of function research. I don't think it was a bat. That was very convenient. Oh, gain little, of function research. Yeah. Very convenient okay, little let, story. Let, let, let. Why didn't COVID uh, sweep through um, China? Or Thailand. Uh, well, it's a little different in China because they 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 can mandate anything they want there. Well, why didn't the the, the most people, Chinese go through Bangkok? Bangkok wasn't riddled with the virus. Again, it was. You say most Chinese. You do not have freedom of movement. There's no like you need passports to, to they go. They do, from, but so, they go to Bangkok all the time. But not ev- so everyone in Wuhan cannot always go to. But first off, yeah, you they don't, can. What they consider to be like the, their lower class, they don't just travel wherever they want. Right, it's but enough like people travel. It's not like it's a poor person's virus. 
most of the Asian countries didn't get it. Is the answer is, well, they've had versions of it and they all have some sort of immunity? No, they, Could be, but arm, then why can't we talk about it? They guards in Wuhan for you to not leave no, they, for a that while. Was the, no, that was the illusion that they sent out to the world saying the only way to handle this virus is complete lockdown. We fell for that. Yeah, but you don't think the Chinese can lock down their own states? I think they can. They locked it down for three weeks and they haven't locked down since. Okay. The entire country. They wait. They they rolled that footage out to the world. The only way to handle this is to shut your economy down. They've been laughing ever since. They've been yeah. laughing ever since. Well, okay. So either Fauci made the virus or the Chinese made it. No, I think Fauci was a part of it. I think he helped fund the gain of function research, which happened in China. Which what happened is you can. Here's the thing. The media says that this is the most deadliest virus on earth, but a cloth is going to protect you from it. Well, if you uh, okay. vote, I don't think the media said like this is not the most deadly virus on earth. Like it's not the Spanish flu, yeah, which by the way, like which by the way started in ca- in the Kansas. Sp- but the Spanish flu is still around, right? But the Spanish flu killed sixty million people. That's, I, I, the, I get, right. I get that, but that's what he's saying. Like the Spanish flu still exists. The virus is never going to zero. Yeah. Stop testing. Worry about the hospitals and treatments, and then go on with our lives. Like I don't understand I, this. What's the? That's no, that's I, my I, question about the I, end game. I agree with you. That okay. So what you just said is the end game. But as a politician, I can't say what you just said. DeSantis says it. Okay, maybe. Yeah, no, he does. He he does. He wants to come up with an end game. What I'm telling you is, DeSantis also he has an end game, which is to get a better job, right? To move into federal housing at at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So he he that's his end game, right? He's he's. He, he's proposing a different. Narrative. I agree. People in Florida I have to be devil's advocate on this episode. No, like, I agree. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chad, you can follow Chad McBain on on all the socials, on all the yeah. the Twitters yeah. and things. Yep, yep. No, I appreciate the discussion, guys. Like I said, it, it's there's there's so much going on in the world, and, and and what here's the here's the thing: the world would be so much better if we were allowed to have open discussions like this without getting crucified and prosecuted for it because if this was out in public and yeah. we had like a chat and we had like a chat going right it, we could not ha- watching, we would have this conversation flagged on just about every platform 1000% and you and I would be labeled conspiracy theorists I know. and he would be and he would be labeled the logical one and that's the problem, <laughs> and that's, that's the problem. You got, you got, they would look at my instagram for 2 seconds they'd well, be like that, no he's, a, that, he's not the logical that's one that's a good point people but, are looking at what florida's doing is radical no what everybody yes, else yes. is doing is radical what what he's yes. doing is what's been done for a hundred years. The yes. radical thing is masking three-year-olds. That's yes. radical. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. We, we, will, we will definitely be able to look back the, at this scientifically, and hopefully we can. But just so we're clear, just because uh, history, we, we don't always don't get the most accurate um, understanding of history. Like, for instance, like what happened in Topeka, Kansas in 1919, where they firebombed a black neighborhood. We didn't never learned about that. And then no. the state of Texas, they taught us that the Civil War was not fought over slavery. And guess what, guys? It was fought over slavery. So that some of these things we, we also learned. They said it was about secession. Right? You and I were taught that the the uh, that the United States won World War II. No, we weren't. We were the fullback that carried the ball over the goal line, but we did not win World War II. The Russians did. They killed. They lost 25 million people to the Nazis. So we don't always get the most accurate version of history 100 years later that's right. the only thing i would You're be right. worried about and we don't right. get the most accurate uh version of present either yes right. well all right uh this was fun you guys uh as far as us like share follow uh and please review this podcast your reviews mean a lot in the podcasting ecosystem thanks travis good job thank you so much and we will see yeah, you next travis, time thank you. we'll see you next time Take on care, political Chad. junkies Bye, guys. We'll see you soon.